episode 34. Welcome to the podcast, Life of Awesome. My name is Saul Blinkoff. I'm a husband, father of four, and director-producer who works for some of the top studios in Hollywood, including Disney, DreamWorks, and Netflix. My goal? Simple. I want to live the best life I possibly can, and I want the same for you. I travel the world talking about life, and if there's one thing I've learned, every single person on the planet wants the exact same thing. We don't want a life of good. We don't want a life of great. We want a life of awesome. I really want to thank you for being here today listening. I realize there are so many podcasts out there, and I really appreciate you giving me the most valuable thing that you have, your time. If you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share it with your family and friends. That said, let's get into it. It's so good to be back recording podcasts with you and... Um, it's been a long time since the last episode. A lot of people have been reaching out to me. Hey, when's the next episode coming out? I've been occupied with lots of things. I mean, everything that I do in my life is under the umbrella of trying to make an impact, whether it's my animation career or whether it's being a speaker or uh, I even started a life coaching branch of what I do. And it's been really exciting launching all these different uh, things. You can check them out, by the way, on my website, saulblinkoff.com. But really, the podcast is such a love for me. And I'm so excited to be jumping back in. And what I wanted to speak about today specifically is about dreams. You know, we always hear that cliche, follow your dreams, go after your dream. And for my life, you know, I often talk about it. I was able to achieve my dream job. You know, I was a kid. I had a dream to be a Disney animator. After I saw The Little Mermaid, I was in high school. And that set me on my course to make my dreams come true. Yeah, I went through hell, a lot of work, ups and downs, rejection. But I always did have that dream. I also think that usually when you hear the word, oh, he's a dreamer, she's a dreamer, we mostly think of kids, right? Kids are the ones that have those fantasies, you know? What's your dream? Well, someday I want to be an astronaut. I want to be in the NBA. Those are the kinds of things that we think dreamers think of. And then there's a day where, you know, you graduate high school and you got to grow up. You go to university, if you're lucky, get education. It's time to get a real job. It's only a few people that get to actually have their job, their career, be their actual dream. But the truth is, what is stopping us from getting those dreams? Well, ultimately, I think it's us. You know, there's a movie most of you probably never heard of. Look, I grew up in the 90s. I love this movie. It's a movie called Space Camp, right? This is a movie that came out, I think it was like 1987. It starred Kate Capshaw. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is in it from Gladiator, right? He's in it as a little kid. Kelly Preston is in it. Um, what's her name from Back to the Future? Leia Thompson is in it. Tate Donovan, he's the voice of Hercules. Remember him? He's in the movie. Tom Skerritt. It's a great cast. Great movie. I love it. And the soundtrack is incredible. It's by John Williams. It's an unbelievable soundtrack. Sometimes we take our kids out to stargaze and we bring that soundtrack. We put a blanket out when you go 
traveling somewhere and you got the stars above you, you put on that score. Oh, it's beautiful. But there's a scene in the opening of that movie. There's this little girl sitting in the fields in Texas, and it's the night, 1960-whatever, when John Glenn is orbiting the Earth for the first time. And everyone's crowded around the TV in her home to watch it. And this little girl, her name is Andy, and they're calling her. They're like, Andy, come inside. Come on, Andy. Everybody's watching on TV. You can't see it if you don't come in. And she's outside at night looking up at the stars. And she's like, I can see it fine right here. Like, she sees it. And then all of a sudden, John Glenn's little capsule goes by her. In the distance, it's blinking. And she's like, he winked at me. John Glenn winked at me. And then she has an affirmation. I'm going up one day. I'm going up. That's right. She's got her dream right then in there as a little kid. Someday, I want to be an astronaut like John Glenn. I'm going up. And then, cut to years later, she's 30 years old, and the first thing out of her mouth is... I'm not going up. Yeah, I heard. I can't believe it. They chose Eddie Miller instead of me. He gets airsick in cars. That's right. She finds out she's not going up. She's in the astronaut training program. It's not so simple. Yeah, she's worked it her whole life. She's in the Air Force, whatever. It's going to be difficult. You're going to give up? How much do you want it? And probably the number one question that I get asked from people, the number one question by far is, Saul, you had a dream. You worked hard for it. What if I don't have my dream yet? What do I do? How do I figure out what my dream is? And a lot of times people will equate that question with career, right? It's what's my dream job? But you can actually equate it to everything. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, me talking with my buddies, it would be like, hey, who's your dream girl? And, you know, it was the 80s, so it was probably Christy Brinkley, right? Remember, she was in uh, Vacation with Chevy Chase. She's in that red Ferrari pulling up next to him. Like, it didn't get better than that. But so many of us have that vision of who that dream love is going to be. What's my dream job? What's my dream house? That's my dream car. What's my dream vacation? People equate it to everything. I mean, do you know how many songs out there are about dreaming? All I do the whole night through is dream of you. Dream a little dream of me. Close your eyes, I want to ride the skies in my sweet dreams. But ultimately, I want to propose not just what's my dream job, car, house, spouse. It's what's my dream life? What is the dream life that I want to live? There's a couple of things I want to unpack here. First of all, you know, when you think about movies that talk about dreams or even Disney movies, if there's one thing Disney knows about, it's dreams. Look at look at the, uh, the song lyrics to When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. If your heart is in your dream. I mean, 
is the mantra of what Walt Disney created with Disney World, Disneyland. All the movies fall under that. And while, you know, it's one thing if you think of the end of those Disney movies, Little Mermaid, she ends up with Prince Eric, Cinderella ends up in the castle, Aladdin, right? He ends up with Jasmine. A whole new world, a whole new life for All these endings of these movies are these, you know, perfect little scenes. Life is going to be perfect. But the older we get, once we start experiencing being let down, oh no, we got this car, not the dream car, we start to get let down. Our lives are not the end of a Disney movie. I don't think we're thinking that those dreams, those perfect endings are going to even be real. And the older we get, we just stop dreaming because we become cynical. We live in reality. There is no perfect. So then let me put my dreams away. The biggest misconception I think we have when we are thinking about dreams is we need to visualize, and get ready for this, visualize imperfections in your dream. Who would want to do that? Oh, that's my dream car. I want the Ferrari. When you're visualizing that, you're not visualizing, oh, there's a dent in it. There's a scratch in it. No, we want it perfect. That's the problem with dreams. When we think of dreams, we think of perfection. Newsflash, life is not perfect. Why can't you have your dream car and it has a scratch on it? Why can't you have your dream marriage and it takes work? You know why we don't want to visualize our dreams being imperfect? Because we think that our dreams represent us and we don't want to see ourselves as flawed. That's why. Boom. But the truth is perfection is actually having the clarity that there is no perfect and that I'm striving to grow. Just trying to grow, trying to become better. Look, I had a dream to be a Disney animator. I wanted to work on the biggest hits and I wanted to work with Walt Disney himself. Well, he was dead. So I had to work with other Disney animators. Were they all incredible people? Some were and some weren't. I worked with some bosses that were awesome and inspiring and encouraging. And I worked with some that were demeaning and put me down, made me feel bad. Does that mean I give up on the entire dream? No. Once we start to have expectations that there's no perfect, then we see that our dreams can actually be a little more in reach. We can look at them through a realistic lens and we can go for them. The number one question I get asked in my life is, Saul, what should I do with my career? How do I find my Disney? That was your dream, Saul. What's mine going to be? You know, a lot of times people will use that phrase, look at what gifts you have. You know, what are those gifts? What are those things you do well? And where are they assuming that those gifts come from? Well, from God. Now, whether you're a God-fearing person or not, if you're a God-fearing person, you're going to go, yeah, God gave certain people talent, innate talent. They're born with those gifts. If you don't believe in God, then you're going to say, well, some people are born with the ability to do things that other people can't. And they should follow a road that lets them exhibit those qualities and those gifts. I have a theory. It's don't go after the things that you do well. Those aren't the gifts. The gifts are, what are the things that interest you? You hear that? What are the things that interest you? My brother, he loved sports growing up. Loved it to death. Like as much as any human could love anything, my brother loved sports and still does to this day. Loves it to death. And there was a day when he was a little kid where he thought he was going to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
He was going to play alongside Jack Lambert one day and have Terry Bradshaw throw him a toss. But then my brother, as he got older, he started to wake up in reality and realize, you know what? He wasn't going to be in the NFL. And by the way, that didn't stop him from when he was at University of Michigan trying out for the Michigan football team with everything that he had. He worked really hard. But guess what? He didn't have the ability to play at that level. He may have had the passion. He may have had the heart, but he just didn't have the ability. And I think it killed him. I saw it. It destroyed him. So you know what he did? If I can't play sports, I can still be around it. And one day, he read an article in a magazine about this guy, a businessman who started a health center for athletes, and it became successful. And then this guy eventually became so successful financially from building this business that he bought an NBA team, the Philadelphia 76ers. That's right. His name was Pat Croce. I actually had him on my podcast. Go back earlier. Find the Pat Croce episode. Listen to his life. So you know what my brother did? He wrote Pat Croce a letter and said, Pat, I want to come work for you. It's like that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where Jonah Hill says to Leonardo DiCaprio's character. I tell you what, you show me a pay stuff for $72,000 on it, I quit my job right now and I work for you. <laughs> it's like, I just want to come work for you. And Pat Croce hired my brother. And my brother became a salesman for the Philadelphia 76ers, which eventually led him to working as a sports agent. He wasn't on the field but he was still doing what he loved because he was interested in it. And you know what? He was living his dream. Now, eventually he did leave that world and went into business with his father-in-law and now is incredibly successful as a businessman in a whole different venue. You know why? Because we grow in life. You know what my brother's new dream is? He wants to take care of his family and he puts his passion and his heart into his business. He's working hard to take care of his family to give them the life that he dreams that they will have. His dream evolved as he did. Just because you have the dream to be in doing something, to be around something, doesn't mean you have to do it forever. We grow up, but growing up doesn't have to mean giving up. There's an incredible book. It's a brand new book. It's by author Beth Kempton, K-E-M-P-T-O-N. The book is Wabi Sabi. And on the front of the book, it says, Japanese wisdom for a perfectly imperfect life. I love this book. I got it from my daughter, as a gift. And then when I picked it up, I'm like, I got to get another one. I just got another one last week for me. And this author, Beth Kempton, she says something so powerful. There's no single way to live your life. We think there's a single thing I'm going for. I want that. She says, there is no single career path. There is no perfect way to build your career. There is only evolving it. And it's up to you if you choose to do that in a way that brings you delight. Beth is telling us there is no single career path. You know what she's really telling us? There's no single life path. That's what she's really saying. There's only evolving. And choose to do what brings you delight. Choose what you enjoy doing. What brings you meaning. If you're at a point in your life right now where you're you know, a teenager looking to figure out what you're going to major in in college or you're like graduating college, you want to figure out what your life's goal is yet, just start to make a list of things that interest you. Oh, maybe you're interested in animals. Does that mean you want to be an animal doctor? Okay, maybe you're not necessarily ready to commit. But you know what you should do if you have a little interest in animals? Go find out about a career called, you know, veterinarians. Find them in your local community and ask that veterinarian, can I take you to lunch? Can I find out about what you do? Okay, you're not ready to commit to it yet. I always say, you know, it's like dating. 
when you date the person, you're not ready to commit to them. You're not ready to get married to the person from the first time you see them. Anybody that says that I met this person the first minute and I was ready to marry them is an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm a romantic, but how will you even know who someone is in one minute? Okay, you might get lucky and they turn out to be a great person, but you don't know. Look what happened to Anna and Frozen. Can I see something crazy? Will you marry me? Can I see something even crazier? Yes. Right? She thought this was the one right away. That didn't work out so well for her. <laughs> you can't marry a man you just met. You can if it's true love. Anna, what do you know about true love? You know what we need to do? You go on another date to investigate, to find out who they are, what are their values. And then one day after a certain amount of dates, you wake up and you just know. Well, we need to date careers. That's right. We need to date careers. We need to date them, find out everything we can about them. There is no excuse today with the internet and the capabilities we have in social media. LinkedIn itself is such an incredible platform to find out everything you want to know about every job that's out there. Every job. You can go on LinkedIn. And if you wrote 100 people who are in your field, maybe you do know what you want to do. Maybe you have an interest in something. You know that, okay, I want to be writing a TV show one day. You can write a letter, a personal LinkedIn message to 100 showrunners, executive producers in television. Maybe 10 of them will write you back. And out of those 10, you beg them all, can I schedule a five-minute phone call? All it takes is one. And on that phone call, you know what you do? You say the truth. Hey, I'm just trying to figure out my life. I want to figure, I, I think I like writing. I think it's something that interests me. Maybe I want to pursue it. What, what's your job like? Can I shadow you for a day? Can I follow you to work for a day? Ask that person, what's the best thing about your job? What's the worst thing about your job? But people have a problem with that. They're like, well, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone and do that. That's embarrassing. If you don't ask for it, then it's never going to happen. You got to put yourself out there. And then one day you wake up and you find out, you know what? I love this. It excites me. This is something I want to pursue. It doesn't have to be my dream is this. Find something that interests you and pursue it and just go down that road. By the way, you could be hearing this episode right now. You could be 45 years old and you've already had your job your whole life. Maybe you gave up on a dream. Maybe you had a dream that you achieved and now it just doesn't do it for you anymore. What, you can't come up with a new dream? Come up with a new dream. Find out what's going to excite you. There's so much opportunity out there. I have a dear friend, Kathy Heller. She has a really successful podcast. Uh, she's an author. She does a lot of great stuff. And she has a podcast and a book. It's called... Don't keep your day job, right? People always say, don't quit your day job. Don't quit it. You know, you want to be a comedian, but you're an accountant. Uh, I don't think you're so funny. <laughs> I wouldn't quit that day job if I were you. She's like, no, no, no. Don't keep your day job. Go get out there. Go get your dream. There's a great movie from 2009 directed by Jason Reitman uh, called Up in the Air. George Clooney sits across from J.K. Simmons. And he can tell that J.K. Simmons is like bitter... He's got a lot of regret in his life, and George Clooney, boom, comes out with this. You know why kids love athletes? Kids love athletes because they follow their dreams. Well, I can't dunk. No, but you can cook. What are you talking about? Your resume says that you minored in French culinary arts. Most students, they're working the fryer at KFC, but you bust tables at Il Picador to support yourself. And then you get out of college... And you come and you work here. How much did they first pay you to give up on your dreams? 27 grand a year. And when were you going to stop and come back and do what makes you happy? Good question. 
I see guys who work at the same company for their entire lives, guys exactly like you. They clock in, they clock out, and they never have a moment of happiness. You have an opportunity here, Bob. This is a rebirth. Now, if not for you, do it for your children. You know what he's telling him? When are you going to wake up? Like, how much more of life are you going to go through before you wake up and do something that lights you up? Something that you love? What's holding us back? And I don't just mean career. I'm talking anything. Your dream marriage. Deep down, a lot of us just don't think we're good enough. We don't think that we can get it. We settle for average. We settle for mediocrity. Each one of us has a shoulder angel, a little angel perched on our shoulder, whispering into our ear, you can accomplish anything. There's one thing I want you to do for me. Win. Win. We hear that and we feel like Rocky. We feel like we could be heavyweight champion of the world. You can live an awesome life. You can have a dream marriage dream job. You're going to have a great bank account. You can do anything. You can change the world. You know what's on the other shoulder? The shoulder devil. And he doesn't whisper. He's yelling at us. You can't win! Who do you think you are? That's not for you. Dreams aren't for you. That's for people like Michael Jordan. That's for people like you know Steve Jobs. He gets to live his dream. You don't get that. That's for the person that sits across from you in math class who is an A student. That's for the person that steps on the court that's great. That's for the woman that lives down the street from you in a much bigger house. That's for her. That's not for you. Who says so? Why do we let them speak louder to us? It's like that great line in Pursuit of Happiness. I hope it's not too soon to quote Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. Like him or not, look, he made a mistake. We'll talk about that in a future episode. But there's an incredible line in that movie. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. Not even me. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. want something go get it period you want the dream go after it what's stopping us there's some questions you can ask yourself to help you figure out what that dream is think about it what inspires you what matters to you right what would you like to change out there in the world like look out in the world where do you see that you have a vision to do something that no one else does how would you like to spend your days what would make you happy One of my all-time favorite movies is the 90s inspirational sports movie, Rudy. I mean, talk about dreamer movies. I talk about it all the time. I also talk about Michael Jordan all the time. That's where I get my inspiration from. But Rudy Rudiger, true story about this guy. And by the way, if you haven't heard the episode, I interviewed him early on in my podcast. They interviewed the real guy. Go check out that episode. If you haven't seen the movie Rudy, just hit pause right now. Go watch the movie and come back. The guy's five feet nothing doesn't have an ounce of athletic ability. He wants to play football at Notre Dame. It's not just that he wants to play football. It's his dream to play football at Notre Dame. And I can promise you, if you were friends with the real Rudy Rudiger, and he told you his dream was to play football at Notre Dame, you know what you would have told him as his friend? Dude, I love you. Get a new dream. But Rudy was like, yeah, well, we'll just see about that. 
And he tries to get into Notre Dame and is rejected. Tries a second time, rejected. Third time, rejected. But fourth time? You know, if you look at the movie poster for the movie Rudy, it says, when people say dreams don't come true, tell them about Rudy. He eventually gets in. Look, it's not a spoiler alert. You know from the movie poster he's going to get in. It's a dreamer story. But there's an incredible scene where early on in the movie... It's a great movie for your family, by the way. Watch it with your kids. Great movie. And Rudy's just graduated high school, and there's only one person that believes in him, his friend Pete. It's his best friend. And his best friend gives him a gift. He takes out his birthday present. He's like, I got a gift for you. Rudy can't even believe it remembered. And inside is some vintage surplus store jacket from Notre Dame. And he gives it to Rudy. Pete, I don't know how I'm ever going to thank you. And Rudy tries it on. You see, like, he's a dreamer. He loves it. And then his best friend looks at him and he says, You were born to wear that jacket. You know what he's really telling him? You were born for your dream. And then Pete says to Rudy, Well, you know what my dad always said? Having dreams is what makes life tolerable. You see, dreams are what make life tolerable. As we're going through the difficulties of life, we should always be dreaming every day. Because you know what daydreaming really is? It's just... It's just hope. It's just having hope that I want things to be better. How do I want a better vision of my life? What do I want my marriage to look like? What do I want my friend's circle to look like? What do I want my health to look like? Who do I want to see when I look in the mirror? What's the vision of myself I physically want to look like? What's the vision of myself of who I want to be? What is my character goal? Not just my physical goal. What's my character goal? Oh, I'm going to the gym to work out because that's what I want to look like. Who do I want to be? Inspirational quote of the week. Quote is from French poet, philosopher, Nobel Prize winner, Paul Valéry, who lived in the 1800s, early 1900s. Take this quote and write it down. Put it up over your desk, over your bed. Put it in your phone. Look at it every day. It's so simple. He says, quote, the best way to make your dreams come true is to wake up. Boom. You hear it? The best way to make your dreams come true is to wake up. Don't think dreams are something that when we're sleeping, we have. It's not real. No, you want to go for that dream? Go for it. Wake up. What are we doing? Whose life are we living? Each one of us has one life to live. That's it. And I'll tell you, for me, I want to know by the end of my life that I did everything I could in my power to live that dream life. I want that dream marriage. I want that dream job. All of us can have it. Every day, wake up and realize we have unlimited potential. But it's up to us. Hold on to that dream and wake up. Go for it. Change our lives today. Walt Disney said, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Go for everything. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. You know who can dream? Anybody. It doesn't make a difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. There's nothing that's beyond our reach. Whatever you want, if your heart desires it, it will come to you. But here's the ingredients. If your heart is in your dream, no request is too extreme. Your heart's got to be in it. You know what that means? You got to do the work. 
You got to do the work. If your heart is really in something, you're going to work hard for it. And if you do that, no request is too extreme. When you wish upon a star, when you wish upon a star your dreams come your true. Dreams come Boom. And if we figure out those dreams, and if we make the effort for those dreams, we will not just have a dream car. We won't just have a dream job, a dream marriage. We'll have a dream life. And that's a life of awesome. Thank you so much for being here today listening. I really appreciate you spending your time with me. Please, again, subscribe, like us, rate us, review us, share us with your family and friends. And I truly hope that each and every one of you has an incredible life and not just a life that's good and not just a life that's great, but that each and every one of you has a life of awesome. Everybody comes here. This is Hollywood, land of dreams. Some dreams come true, some don't, but keep on dreaming. This is Hollywood, always time to dream, so keep on dreaming. Pretty woman walking down the street.